Thank you for tuning into A Spirit-Led Life with HMI. We hope you enjoyed today's session with Pastor Dion Hockey. Good day, everyone, and welcome to Healing Ministries International. I'm Stephen Hockey, Assistant Pastor at Healing Ministries International. So happy to be with you. I am the son of uh, Pastor Dion Hockey, one of actually three sons, and I'm so privileged and happy to be with you today. My father asked me to do a series on identity with you, and uh, it's going to be an awesome two weeks. I can't wait to get into the series. It's going to be life-changing. I just, I pray that you take what is given today this uh, this message on identity is something very personal to me and it will change your life if you just allow it amen happy to be with you please remember to follow us on facebook instagram and uh, subscribe to our youtube channel just search hmi tv and please hit the bell get notified whenever we are live uh, we are live every single night on facebook and youtube 7 p.m so please uh, tune into our facebook page dion hockey and uh, get touch we we teach the word we we pray for the sick it is really it's encounter evening so please don't miss it tune in and have your life change amen well before we get into the word and uh, what god wants to bring you know uh, let's pray and and just ask that god will truly just get us ready for what he is about to do so father uh, we come before you uh, in the mighty name of jesus thank you lord for every single viewer that is watching that is tuned in father to this broadcast i pray right now lord that you will touch people's hearts touch their lives lord just i pray holy spirit that you will go forth in every house right now where people are watching in the workplaces lord that you will meet needs heal bodies change lives lord that this message today will truly impact people for uh, the very purpose lord that they can live out their calling the very will lord that you have called them to live so father i pray right now bless this session bless it in jesus mighty name amen and amen all righty let's get into it what is identity uh, it's something that i struggled with for quite a few years of my life uh, be growing up in ministry you know um, my dad being a big evangelist if i can say it like that uh, we were three children our three children and um, you know identity is something that a lot of people struggle with especially uh, in the area of when when uh, parents are very successful in the in what they do there there tends to be a lot of pressure that gets put on a child you know growing up and what they need to do and how they need to succeed and fall in line with what God uh, or what their parents did should I say and you know many times it puts so much pressure that they want to run away from what God has called them to do instead of facing it but um, hopefully this message, this two-week two series, if I can say it like that, will come, will help you to realize, you know, that, that it's not worth it to run away, but to face it. But you can find your own identity in, in the success of your parents, in whatever is happening in your life. And you can find your own success and your own identity in that very uh, purpose that God has given you. I mean, we are all unique. But this is identity. Identity is the fact of being who or what a person or thing is all right it's who you are that is your identity it's what defines you many people and we'll get into it today there's many lies there's many things that people think uh, you know define who they are but let me tell you this there is one one thing that defines who you are and that is jesus 
Amen. Jesus Christ, Him crucified, He's the only one who can define you. He's the only one whose opinion matters. Alrighty? And we're going to really, we're going to get into this today. Uh, today and I pray that you are motivated, encouraged, and that you can start the process of identifying who you are in Christ, so that you can live out the purpose and the will that God has called you to live. Amen. Let's start off in one uh, Thessalonians one verse five, and be, I'll be reading from the New King James today. It says this: For our gospel did not come to you in word only but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and in much assurance, as you know what kind of men we were among you for your sake. Uh, you know, I know my dad spoke about this, uh, Pastor John spoke about this a couple of weeks ago, keeping a balanced gospel. And that is crucial. We have to keep a balanced gospel. There must be a power uh, that to demonstrate the word of God. And, you know, it, it, it just fulfills it. It makes it full. But you need the assurance. You must know who you are in Christ to, to demonstrate the gospel correctly. Because without the confidence, there will be a lacking. And without knowing who you you are in Christ, there will always be a lacking. Like I said earlier, you, the only way to know who you are, it will be through Christ Jesus. You know, you'd say, but uh, there's all these celebrities or big business people or doctors, they know who they are. No, they, without Jesus, there will always be a lacking. There will always be a desire to know more about yourself. And you'll go look at people's lives. Uh, without Jesus, there is always, always going to be a lack. Alrighty. So, Without Jesus, we are nothing. We know that. We've established that. So let's look at Ephesians 2 verse uh, uh, 4 to 7. It says this. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. We are from sin, we were saved, and now we are alive together with Christ. By a grace you have been saved and raised up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So Jesus is the head and we are the body. We are the hands and the feet of Jesus. Yes, He is the, the head. He needs you. Without you, the, the, the witnessing, the, the work on earth cannot be accomplished. That is why God has designed a specific and unique purpose for every single one of us here on earth. Amen? Because without that, there is, again, there will be a lacking. Alrighty, you are God's hands and feet. God needs you. Doesn't matter how insignificant you might, might feel, God needs you. You are His hands and feet. And the moment you realize that you are joined together with Christ, that you are one, you can start you know, realizing your importance, the bigness, the, 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 the value that you have in His kingdom. Outside of God, you have no value. But in Him, there is, uh, I want to say that you are priceless because there is no value that can be placed on the purpose and the plan that God has on your life. Amen. So again, if I can, I want to paint a picture for you. Imagine a big puzzle piece, all right, a big, big puzzle piece, and God is busy. He's busy uh, putting all these things together. Uh, each, each and every one of us make up a puzzle piece. So imagine a billion, seven billion piece puzzle, all right? God is busy putting it all together. His master plan, his master puzzle piece. 
we can only see ourselves we can only look at ourselves and the more we try and be like other people and i'll get into that the more we try and uh, i want to i want to preach like that pastor preaches or i want to i want to be like that person or you know you start changing who you are to be like someone else you're deforming your puzzle piece and it's getting more and more difficult for god to use you alrighty i want to just make that clear be who god has called you to be so that you can fit into your your perfect a place in the kingdom of God. Amen. We cannot see the big picture, but God sees his picture. He knows what it's going to look like. You know, when you're building a puzzle, there's a box. He sees the picture. He's putting it together. We can't see that, but God knows. So let him transform you and change you into the person that you need to be. Amen. Stop trying to be like other people and be who God called you to be. We are children of God. We have the power of God in us. Amen. Which allows us and gives us the potential again to accomplish the purpose and the plans that God has for us. I don't know about you, but that is awesome news. I have a question for you. The question is this, and it might seem silly and just you know, look at yourself. It's this. Who are you? Who are you? And you might laugh and think, well, you know, I'm John or I'm... No, who are you? You need to look at yourself and who who has God called me to be for me to live out the perfect plan and will of God for my life? I'm not just Stephen. I'm I'm God's masterpiece. I'm I'm God's puzzle piece because without me I know that 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 you know certain things in the kingdom of God will be lacking. That is the same with you. You need to see it like that. that we all need to be uh, see ourselves as the 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 or how can I say it? The the value that God places on you, that is how you need to see yourself. Alrighty? Jeremiah 29 verse 11. I know everyone knows this very popular scripture. It says, for I know the thoughts and that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not for, uh, of evil, to give you a future and a, a hope. God is thinking about you. Another translation says that God, God is making plans for you. So God is thinking about you and he has plans for you. That means the God that created the heavens and the earth is literally sitting on his throne. Just imagine this. He's sitting on his throne, busy with his puzzle piece. All right. I know. I'm just, I'm just painting a picture. He's busy with his puzzle piece and he's thinking about you he's taking your piece and he's thinking you know you know i'm i i just love let's let's say uh, uh sarah so much you know i love sarah so much that you know i'm i'm gonna I'm going to mold her into the perfect piece in my plan. I, I, I have a specific purpose for Sarah. I have a specific plan just for her life. I'm thinking about her right now. The God of heaven and earth is thinking about you right now. I don't know about you, but that makes me feel very special and makes me feel warm inside because God is always thinking about us. He has planned, not just one plan, but He He set out a whole life's plans for you. In uh, Ephesians 2 verse 10, it says, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. God was thinking about you even before you were born. Before the, the world was even formed, God had already made plans for you. So you, you are a part of God's masterpiece 
peace plan that has come literally for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. You have been on God's mind since the beginning of time. So you are not a worthless nobody. You are a special and unique piece in God's very special plan. Amen. You for good work, for a good work. Look at this. How we see God. Alrighty, I wanna I wanna make a statement. How we see God has a direct influence on how we see ourselves. Can I say that again? How we see God has a direct influence on how we see ourselves. Listen, if you see God as a weak God, as a weakling God that, that doesn't really matter, then He's not going to have much of an impact in your life. But if you see God for who He truly is, the Creator of heaven and the earth, I mean, the, the one who literally out of, out of His mouth came light, planets, stars, everything that you see in the world, it just formed out of his very breath, then if that is the God that you serve and that if that is the God that you imagine, the God of love who took the world of sin upon his shoulders, the one who, who literally would do anything for you, if that is the God that you imagine, if that is the God that you see, then you will be mighty in God. Then you will start seeing a confidence and a boldness rise up in you. Then you will start really truly identifying who you are in Christ. But if you see God as a weakling, if you see God as a nobody, that is how you're going to see yourself because it directly influences your opinion of yourself. Genesis 1 verse 27 says, So God created man in his own image. <laughs> I love that. In his own image. He thought so much of us that he said, You know, I, I like these people so much already that I'm going to make them look like me. <laughs> I, I think that's so cool. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. God created us. There's no uh, male is higher than the female. No, God created male and female. He created us all in the image of God. We are all created perfect and holy. So don't ever think you're not good enough because God thinks you were, <laughs> he thought you were good enough to look like him. And I, I think that's pretty special. Alrighty. So if you can't see him, so broaden your image of God so that you can start seeing who you truly are in Christ. Amen. And then I want to quickly, I want to touch on f uh, some false identities. Uh, uh, today I want to speak about false identities that will steal us from our real identity in Christ. And then uh, next week we'll get into the truth about what God speaks about us. But this week, let's let's identify some of the plans that the enemy has to take us away from the purpose and the plan that God has for us. Because if we can identify him, we can pray against it, we can bind it, and we can step out in victory. We're busy with a series on overcoming, uh, or living a victorious life on Facebook. In every day, we're binding lies, we're binding things, you know, that is stopping us from living victoriously. But look at this: false identity or real identity? That is my question. <laughs> uh, yeah, the first thing, and the I, I would say this is probably the the enemy's number one tactic on creating a false identity in people is this: lies. It's very simple. It's one word, uh, but yet very effective and probably the enemy's most powerful tool. And that is a lie. Alrighty. Lies are, you know, it can be very effective or it can be very useless. It's what you do with it that, you know, that determines that. You can listen to what other people are talking about you or you can just 
you know, brush it off and get rid of it. It's your choice. A lie either has power or it doesn't. John 8 verse 44 says this. You are of your father the devil. So Jesus is speaking. You are of your father the devil and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources. For he is a liar and the father of lies. Alrighty? Satan is the father of lies. So any lie that is spoken out on you comes from the resources of Satan. He's using these tools to bring you down. So that why? So that he can take you off of the purpose and plan that God has for your life. You know, there's no easier way of saying that. We need to remain focused. What is God saying about me? What is the truth that God is speaking over me? Not listening to the lies of the enemy. Again, like I said, uh, just some examples. Uh, when when we started this session, I was saying, you know, growing up in ministry, there were there were there were certain lies that the enemy kept saying uh, over me. Uh, he said, "You'll never amount to what your dad did. You you will never be able to preach. You will never be able to stand, you know, in the pulpit." Or just just some examples. Even a silly thing as uh, something that uh, that almost caused me not to go into the ministry. Something as simple as my voice. Now that the Satan literally said, he said, Stephen, your voice isn't good enough. You don't have the preacher's voice. You don't, your, your voice will never be good enough for people to listen to you. And that is a, a, a very simple lie that almost took me off of my purpose, off of my destiny. And the same thing with a lot of you watching all over the world. That, that, that little lies that, that people have been saying over you, saying that you'll never be good enough. You're not smart enough. You can't go to university. You, you know, you're not clever enough. There's all these lies that people are saying that, that you're fat or you're ugly or there's things that, that people say that, that things think you know the devil is throwing little seeds and he's hoping that it will grow and it cause you to go off of your path alrighty but you need to know that other people's opinions and lies let's say opinions and lies do not define who you are the only persons whose opinion uh, is uh, that matters is Jesus Christ and what he speaks over you that is the only uh, uh, the one who defines who you are he is the only one nothing else will define who you are except Christ Jesus amen so don't listen to that. Other people's opinions and lies do not define who you are the same way uh, as what you, know, uh, what you have done in the past will cause you not to be good enough for what God has planned for you in the future. Your past will not define uh, the plan and the purpose that God has for you and that, that must still come to pass. Listen, yeah, if I can say it like this, how rich you are. How, how poor you are, your, uh, how do they say, your, your, your social economic status, your demographics, all that stuff, it doesn't matter to God. It will not define your purpose. You're not too old for God to use you. You're not too young for God to use you. There is no such thing. You're not too poor. You're not too rich. God can use you where you are and you can always still step back into the purpose and plan and everything that God has for you. You don't have to be sitting there and say, for example, you're 50 and you say, I missed it. Well, I'm just going to give up anyways. No, you get back on track. You fall back. Just get into the word of God. Uh, pray. See God's face. Amen. 
Amen. And the moment you start doing that, God will just quickly, it's like his hand will just take you and put you back where you need to be. It's never too late to fall back. I, I've heard pastors say that if you make one mistake, you've missed it. You've missed the calling. You've missed the purpose on your life from one mistake. Excuse me. <laughs> you know, that's like, uh, that's not the God I know. That's not the God I serve. Because my God is a forgiving God, a God of second chances, a God of third chances, fourth chances. God will never give up on you. So don't give up on yourself. One mistake will not define you. One lie will not define you. Amen. So lies. Don't listen to to the lies that people speak over you. Philippians 1 verse 6, being confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. God has begun a work in you since the day you were born. That work started. Alrighty, the day you were born, the work started and he will ensure that it finishes. I mean, up until if you are 70 years old and your work isn't complete, God will ensure that the work that he begun in you will be completed. Amen. <laughs> That's good news. So don't listen to the lies of the enemy. Number two, sin plays a crucial role in giving false identities. Uh, just take alcohol for example. Alcohol takes us away from uh, from purpose. It the moment you become intoxicated, drugs, alcohol, all these things uh, uh, that 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 alter your mind. If I can say it like that, it gives you a false sense of confidence. It gives you. Uh, I, I always see these people that say it gives them personality. I remember when I was in college, you know, people wanted to go out drinking, and I said no, thank you. We would go out, we'd visit with the people, and as soon as they want to put a beer in your hand i would say uh, <laughs> you know uh, i'm sorry but you know, the beer or the <laughs> what the alcohol doesn't give me a personality i know who i am i don't need that to make me confident i i'm a, i'm a cheerful guy i'm a happy guy without that i don't need <laughs> i don't need that to be confident you know uh, so that that doesn't define who you are some people really they think that the alcohol makes them uh, happy it makes them excited all of that but it doesn't the same with sexual immorality sexual immorality will cause you to uh, fall and go off the purpose and the plan that god has for your life Alrighty. Uh, same with uh, pornography all this stuff it, it's it's proven that it actually even alters your very way of thinking Alrighty, it changes who you are. The more we allow sin to change us, it's taking us off of the path that God has put us on. It's giving us a false identity. Alrighty, don't fall in that lie. You can you may be saying, Well, Stephen, how can you say that? Well, it's very easy. The more we sin, the more we are silencing the Holy Spirit. It's like he's there, he's the referee. My dad always says that. And the moment the Holy Spirit starts speaking to us and I say, no, I'm not listening to you. You're quenching the voice of God. The more you quench the voice of God, there is less direction. There is less guidance in your life. And then obviously it's taking you on the wrong path. Obviously, uh, you're not going to live out the purpose and the plan that God has for you. So we need to live holy and pure lives so that we can start living <laughs> this victorious and powerful life in Christ. Amen. Uh, and... Uh, 
again, I just want to say this. God is in the process. I, I love this and this changed my life forever. God is in the process of turning your no good past into a so good future. <laughs> Listen, the, the things that you might have struggled with in the past, God can turn it around, give you a testimony. And by that, you can start living out your fullness, your, uh, your, your, your power. You can change other people's lives in the process. God will use your past. God will take that stuff that was bad and he'll turn it into good and people's lives will be changed. Number three, coveting. Coveting is, uh, uh, you know, another word of, you know, you want, you want greed. You're, you're wanting what other people have. And I said this in the beginning of, of the se- uh, session, you know, that uh, I, I see a lot of pastors or a lot of people that are trying to, uh, are trying to be like other pastors. You know, this goes for every every area. But the moment you do that, the moment you <laughs> you start trying to be like other people, is time wasted on uh, trying to be like someone else, and you're wasting time to trying to be, uh, you, you know, on being who God has called you to be. So let me encourage you. The uh, if, let me say, it, the more we want to spend, uh, more we want and spend time to achieve other success, we lose time focused on our purpose and our mission in life. Alrighty. So be who God has called you to be. Don't try and be like other people. Don't waste your time with that. Just grow in your own walk with God. If God wanted two Billy Grahams, he would have made two Billy Grahams. Just be you. <laughs> if I can encourage you with that, be you. And if that it looks like the next Billy Graham, then awesome. But be who God has called you to be. Don't change who you are. Amen. We'll get into uh, the truth and what God wants to speak about us uh, next week. But I want to do something quick. Uh, uh, just a question, you know, if, if, I hope everyone who's listening, I hope you are right with Jesus. You know, th- if there's one thing that I know is that you cannot find who you are if you're not in Christ Jesus. So if you've never given your heart to Jesus, I would love uh, for you to just pray after me right now, the sinner's prayer. Would you do that? If you've never given your heart to Jesus and you would like to find out who you are in Christ, pray after me. Say, Heavenly Father. I come before you today in the mighty name of Jesus. And I confess that I am a sinner. Say, please, Lord, forgive me of all of my sins. I confess, Jesus, that you are the Son of God. I confess, Jesus, that you died on the cross for my sins. I confess, Jesus, that you rose again on that third day. And I confess, Jesus, that my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Praise the Lord. Say, say this. Say, I invite you, Jesus, to come and live in my heart. In Jesus' mighty name. It's that simple. Well, I just quickly want to pray for you and just uh, say, if you've been struggling with any of these false identities, we can bind that. All right? So stretch out your hand. Father, right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we come against every lie, every sin, every form of coveting, everything that has taken us off of our identity. We bind that right now in the name of Jesus. Father, may we live out the lives that you have called us to live in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, everyone, for watching. We pray and uh, I hope you have a wonderful week. God bless you. We love you. Amen. You can make a difference by partnering with us, a ministry with a heart for the lost, by visiting our website, www 
www.dionhockey.org. You will also receive exclusive content from the ministry as a thank you from Pastor Dion Hockey. Remember to subscribe and follow our social media pages for updates, sermons, and more information on the ministry. Thank you for listening and see you next time.